The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Stargate. Janet West Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we got to do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. You say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting us to where we're going. Hi, I'm Jack Barazzini, and you're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies, TV series, and more. And joining me today are Father Corey Stika. Hi, Father. Howdy, Jack. And Lisa Jones. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Jack. And Victor Lambs. Hey, Victor. Hi, Jack. All right, before we get into this uh, episode here, I wanted to cover some exciting news uh, for Stargate fans, is that the... A uh, drawn out and long going acquisition of MGM by Amazon is now complete. It was a uh, eight hundred uh, eight point four five billion dollar uh, purchase, uh, and they've had like they've been caught up with the FTC and all those different uh, legal things they get into when they're purchasing companies of that size. And the fact that it's like eight billion dollars, that just I feel like at that point money is just meaningless. So that's a, a billion here, a billion, yeah. a billion yeah. here, a billion there. Suddenly you have real money. Right. I mean, you could equip one third of Ukrainians mill. Uh, Ukrainians. Uh, never mind. Just got it. <laughs> well, that's that's that, yeah. I was going to say it's 10 yeah. times more than what Biden is sending over yeah. this year yeah. for more help there. Yeah, so, just, I mean, right No, it's it's it, it is incredible the kind of money that they're talking about and things like this. And of course, this isn't just. You know, they've bought a business with, you know, offices and employees and desks and all that stuff. This is also buying all the resources like the IPs, like right. Stargate, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, uh, and, Stargate, uh, James Bond, I guess, Rocky and the Adams Family and The Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the ones they list in this uh, article. Legally Blonde. Yeah. Don't forget Legally Ooh, Blonde. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. There we go. So now, now we can wait for the uh, Stargate Legally Blonde crossover. Is that what you're saying? Let's do it. Yeah. I want to see that. So, <laughs> you know, the big hope of a lot of Stargate fans is this means that uh, Amazon is going to be looking to reboot that IP for their streaming service. And it really seems mm-hmm. like it's ripe for that kind of thing. That's exactly mm-hmm. what they're looking for. Like with Disney buying uh, all the Star Wars, Star Wars IPs and rolling that out. And then we have Paramount Plus with all the Star Trek stuff. I feel like we're ready for a new Stargate show. So I'm sure that's going to be probably at least a couple of years down the road. but. I'm hoping that when they pull the trigger on that, that they actually do justice to the existing mm-hmm. shows. Right. Well, I, I know there's there were complaints among fandoms, but I really enjoyed the the cover they did with Wheel of Time. I thought they did a good job with mm-hmm. it. Um, the, when they took over the Expanse, I thought they did a really good job with the Expanse as well. You know, the last couple of seasons of the Expanse, I thought they did a really good job as well. So there is hope there that they can do it do it well you yeah. know that when they when they do decide to do a new stargate series that they'll they'll you know they'll get people in there like some of the, you know uh, some of the creators uh who've been working on who worked on sg1 and so on and, and do it right they're just going to give it to akiva goldsman no <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh it's it's gonna be exciting to see and it's it's interesting to see like 
feel like growing up, a lot of these franchises, they had money behind them, but it wasn't like crazy money. Like Star Star Trek was always, it was decently mm-hmm. well-funded, but it wasn't like billions of dollars well-funded. But now that science fiction and like nerd things are popular, these things are getting much bigger budgets than they ever got. Mm-hmm. And I almost miss like the quaintness of older science fiction shows. <laughs> you mean like Stargate? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like part of the reason I like Stargate so much is that it's it's got that nineties like you could see where the budget was going feel and when you have you can, you can still that, see the seams on the sets, exactly, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's it's endearing. I love that kind of thing. <laughs> but but no boom you, mics in the in the frame or anything as far as I know. I don't right. think we've seen anything like that. Not yet. No. Yeah. No. Just what was it, zippers um unitard? Yeah, <laughs> that's canon, by the way. If they ever bring those aliens back, they have to have the zippers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> go on Reddit and complain about it. With that, with an eight episode arc explaining why they have zippers on their back. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's so 2020s of you. Yeah, it's 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 not not actually zippers. It's how it connect how they actually connect to the uh, the plant. It's like an antenna that goes down their back. To how they connect to the plant. Yeah. Y'all sure you're not writing for these shows? We haven't talked about feeling molecules, so, which is a discovery reference. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Anyways, the episode we are discussing today is the sixth season of episode three, or sixth season, (laughs) sixth episode of season three, (laughs) Point of View. Alternate Sam and Kowalski go through their quantum mirror, narrowly escaping as the Apophis takes over Earth. They are apprehended at Area 51 where the mirror was being housed and taken to the SGC for interrogation. We learn that in this alternate timeline, Sam and Jack are married, Daniel and Teal'c are not part of SG-1, Jack was dead, and Kowalski was not dead. Alt-Sam begins to experience entropic cascade failure, which is exactly what it sounds like. The team decides to help Sam and Kowalski to contact the Asgard in their universe in hopes that they can defeat against the gold. They and SG-1 go through the mirror with the power booster device that the Asgard previously used to power the gate. In the alternate timeline, they run into an evil Teal'c with an evil soul patch, as well as a triumphant and goateed Apophis. Alt-Sam is able to bring the Asgard in in the nick of time and stop the gold invasion, and SG-1 is able to return to their universe. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a fun episode. I liked it. This was. Yeah. This really was. Uh I I forgot, you know, how much I enjoyed it. You know, mm-hmm. but once start watching and start getting the interactions and everything. Uh yeah, it was this this was a this was a, a fun one and I think, you know, it was done really well. You know, for an alternate mm-hmm. universe story, I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like when you're gonna do an alternate universe story, it's something that you have to have a little bit of backstory before you can jump into that kind of thing, because you need to have those contrasts there. Like one of my biggest problems with early uh, next generation is that they did the naked time episode. I can't remember if it's naked time mm. or naked now the riff off of the original naked series now. episode as the second episode of the season and seeing characters behaving, not how they're supposed to be is not interesting. Mm-hmm. when You don't know the characters. So I like that they didn't, they waited until later on in the show to bring in this kind of story. And also, this was a it's a big one for the uh, Sam and Jack uh, ship. So I know you're yep. looking forward to that, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it, it, yeah, 
Yeah. Second second time, second alternate universe, second time we've seen Sam and Jack married. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's not to enjoy there? <laughs> I think I heard the squee yeah. all the way up here. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I really like this episode, too. I think it is one of the better, you know, mirror universe, uh, you know, mm-hmm. fiction episodes that we've seen. And there's there's some really good, uh, you know, comedy beats in this episode, too. Um, you know, courtesy of the director, Peter DeLuise. I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. is like when the mirror universe is, does watch Star Trek, do they only get like the Terran Empire episodes? And then like once every three seasons, they cross over to where like <laughs> the Terrans are the good guys. I don't know. And all the, all the Federation look like, you know, weak need silly yeah. fools. It's yeah. like the reverse of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, at least this isn't this isn't like a, a, you know, like the Terran Empire type type episode where it's, you know, evil, evil Sam and evil, mm. you know, Kowalski. You know, it's there's there's still there's still good, still good people. There's still the same people, just in a little bit different situations. Right. And they address that with the whole uh, infinite universes theory where every single decision you make branches off into another universe. And so I feel like it's really much more of a plausible, at least from a fiction standpoint kind of alternate universe where you get these little variations between the different universes. Mm-hmm. And we see that later on with the remote control that they're using to split mm-hmm. between the different, they're basically the different channels of the universe mm-hmm. um, with the quantum mirror. Whereas with the uh, mirror universe episodes that you were referencing for Star Trek, Victor, it's you, they're fun episodes, but they're so improbable that if you try to think about them for even a second, they break apart. It's like, so the universe is so <laughs> different that everything is evil, but the ship still looks the same, is still named the Enterprise, and all these same people still somehow end up in the same place. So I definitely yeah. like this kind of alternate universe more. Yeah. And I do love how they took time to explain the technology. It's like, oh, if you turn the big dial, like it makes big, big huge jumps between like realities. But if you turn the small <laughs> yeah. dial, you can dial in just small uh, jumps yeah. between the realities and stuff, too. Yeah. And I do like how they hang out a lantern on the evil twin thing with the line, you know, no evil twins. That'd be a cliche. And we all know how uh, I feel about those <laughs> that Jack gives. Wait, yeah. And then he says, wait, Jack, you know, you know how I feel about cliche. Uh, yeah. You know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ladies, Sam's, we're all in this reality together. Yeah. You just agree with yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of really good, uh, yeah, good humor in this episode. I did. I did like it. It was neat to see Amanda Tapping play her her character, both both Sam's, but she did it. She she managed to find ways to differentiate them mm-hmm. besides the hair. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. She did a really good job she with that. Yeah. Great yeah. job of that. Yeah. I mean, they did, had very few scenes where they were face to I mean, like side by side. But when mm-hmm. they like, especially the uh, techno babble, the science stuff at the end where they're trying to figure out how to make the little, um, what was it like a generator or something, make it work so they could dial mm-hmm. the uh, Asgard. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just so excited, like talking to each other. And it was, you just kind of forgot for a moment that it's not two actresses. It's one actress yeah. having to do it multiple times differently. So mm-hmm. I figure that's, that's the sign of a good actress for me that she was mm-hmm. able to do it so seamlessly. Yeah, and and the awkward expression on Major Carter's face when they're kissing at the oh, yeah. end—it's just like, oh, felt sorry for her. Yeah. <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned like the ship about all this, but what's funny is that so this is the second time they've done it, and it's the second time Jack and Sam have been relationship in the alternate universe. But they don't then 
all of a sudden the next episode be like Jack with his Sam going, well, hey, you know, maybe there's mm-hmm. something about like it doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just Jack's, it's, it's yeah. just well, I mean, till like season four, but or a yeah. days, or you know, I mean, you've got a little ways, right? But I just, like that they that they put these little nuggets, these little kind of like like they're just gonna treat the fans, the fans who care about this stuff, you know, just a little bit, and then leave it alone. So it it, mm. it doesn't make it a soap opera. It doesn't make it this drama with romance and relation. You know, it doesn't deviate from the point of Stargate. It's just because, a little yeah. extra, right? Yeah, and they drop it, and they pick it up, and they drop it, and so I, I don't know. I think that's one of the reasons I like it because it's just—it's not about the relationship. It's just mm-hmm. a little icing on the cake. Yeah, you, Jack you, can, you don't spend the talk, next episode yeah. talking—you know—talking and, and you know for half the episode about their relationship. <laughs> and what do you think? Maybe we should do something. Maybe yeah. we should go out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Jack can he can uh, he can comp- uh, compartmentalize, which you know I think on a lot of shows they're just unable to you know compartmentalize their feelings and their job and stuff. You know, it's just everything has to bleed over into every other aspect of their life, right? So, mm-hmm. but Jack's a professional, I guess. Well, yep. and Carter, yeah, yes, her oh, too. Yes. Her too. <laughs> I I did like the scene like right after uh, Jack visits Doctor Sam in her quarters and she's mm-hmm. crying and she has the picture of of her Jack up. And they hug and he walks out and he immediately runs into Prime uh, Carter. And yeah. yeah, she's like oblivious, just talking about like how weird this is. And you could just like realize how awkward that would be that I just I just hugged you in the other room. And now here you are type yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that that scene was. How are you? Yeah. How are you handling all this? And she's just like, yeah, you know, like, how long do you have? And he's like, OK, we can talk. And she's like, no, I don't really want to talk to you. I, like, No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i do like how like you know how quippy and uh you know off the cuff jack can be about things but i do like how he really it seemed like he understood that his his role there was to be kind of to give the alternate sam closure with her mm-hmm. husband who had died like mm-hmm. he just really needed to be there so she could vent and i liked that i like how he played that character there mm-hmm yeah, absolutely. And all of the awkwardness. Yeah. But didn't yeah. run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I feel yeah, like absolutely. in later seasons, they play him a little more obtuse. Right? Mm-hmm. Like he's clueless as to the feelings of another cast of another character. But in this, you're right. He was, he, he got it. They had mm-hmm. him as the, the person interacted. And what is really interesting in this episode is how little we see of Kowalski. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He really didn't have a, I want to say a point, but you know, he just, well, it was more about the Sam's in, in the movie and on the show. And when, when he was on the show, he didn't really do much either. <laughs> he was just there to be like, you know, like I mentioned in our first episode, like, you know, the guy on the squad is like, you know, just the squaddy there who's there with the captain, right. And is going to support him and his one day from retirement, you know, and all that stuff. So, yep. <laughs> so he was, true yeah. To character. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just a fun way to bring back a character that the fans mm-hmm. would immediately recognize. And mm-hmm. you get that fun, like cold open where, which this is another thing that I don't like about uh modern TV shows is because everything is so like plot centric built around a season long arc. You never get these fun episodes where you just get dropped into a scene and you get this cold open and it's completely different from what you're expecting and you don't know. And then 
you know, you get that little bit and then they cut to the intro. You don't get that anymore. And that's, that's mm-hmm. what I like about these old 90s science fiction shows is you get those fun little scenes. Um, but yeah. it's just fun to see them at the beginning. Like you got Sam there and you've got Kowalski and you're like, what's going on? Yeah. Why is Kowalski mm-hmm. here? Why does Sam have long hair? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then they're in Area 51, and they have the uh, the gamekeepers, you know, pod is there, and the yeah. gold communications. It's like their prop room for the show is is what Area 51 is. Basically, and it probably yeah. was. That's the funny yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it probably was their prop room. I, th- I think I saw the Ark of the Covenant in the back there somewhere. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> For the for the time, I mean, the the two Sam like scenes where there's the two Sams interacting, mm-hmm. that was done very well because mm-hmm. this wasn't when you would have like motion tracked, you know, computer composited mm-hmm. shots and stuff. And it doesn't look like you stay on your side of the frame and I'll stay on my right. side of the frame. And there weren't a lot of like obvious like body doubles either where they just show the back of someone's head and like the physique mm-hmm. is completely different. And there's one moment where um, Dr. Sam turns on the generator that Sam is holding and she just reaches over and like interacts with the prop. And I watched that yep. like four times. And I'm like, wow, this is really this is really well done. Yeah, yeah. it's funny you mentioned that because last night I actually watched uh, the TNG episode Data Lore, which is the first one where you see Data <laughs> and Lore together. And the, oh, yeah. the composited scenes where you see them both together are so obvious. Like there's a scene where they it's both of them walking very slowly down a hallway and they they make very sure to not cross that center line right there. And there's just so many things like that. And that was late eighties, I think. But with this one, I noticed where you've got that same kind of scene where they're walking down a hallway together, but they're not really worried about getting across that line where the, the filming is going to be. And then they have a Mm -hmm. part where alternate Carter walks and it almost seems deliberate just to show that they could do it where she walks across the frame in front of prime Sam. And so it was fun to see that, especially in comparison to some older techniques they'd done. Yeah. Well, I had to look it up because this lamp. was, yeah, yeah, this was, this was three years um, after Forrest Gump. And so uh, three years, four years, uh, five years, whatever, uh, sorry, five years, five years after Forrest Gump. So if you remember how revolutionary that was, where he was able to, you know, shake JFK's hand and walk around as he's doing it. And, so they were able to use some of that technology, I bet, for this. You know, it was far enough along now that it was cheap enough that they could do it as part of the series, especially for just a one-off episode right. like this, you know, for, for a couple of effects. And there were some spots, like they're standing in the hallway, and it's very clearly, okay, she's on this side, she does her lines, goes, changes, comes back out, does this side, does her lines, you know, mm-hmm. with, with somebody there to kind of... Yeah, we get some scenes in Atlantis, late in Atlantis, where there's two McKay's. And they are actually interacting while the camera is kind of like rotating around them just to show like kind of in six or seven years how far the, the technology will, will evolve. Nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a lot of fun to see like the different camera tricks and all that kind of stuff that they can do. <laughs> One dad joke I did appreciate uh, your hair has kind of grown on me. Yeah. And just, oh. yeah, it was it was a good line. Like it was a good line, and, and the man of tapping <laughs> delivered it like perfectly. So as a dad, yep. I give that uh, two thumbs up. Nice, that's funny. Or four thumbs if you're with your uh, alternate universe. Counterpart. Oh yes, oh, yes. Where's that guy? <laughs> Does the now, now, now just re- remember we we did learn what Cree means right. now it means attention or yoohoo yoohoo <laughs> yeah. Is it kind of like a low? I gotta know a lot of things. All this time, <laughs> yeah. I, like Jack's like, what does it mean? I'm like, it's been three years. <laughs> yeah. 
I just love how it's like in the most high tension moment of the episode and Jack turns and he goes like, I gotta know, what does Cree mean? Yeah. I feel like that was a you bit who? of uh, Peter DeLuise, his, uh, yeah. his mm-hmm. voice coming through, probably just speaking to the writers of the show, like, what does this even mean? Yeah, why are we using yep. this? Okay, my favorite, favorite moment, though, is Teal'c with the whole, so which reality, our reality is the only one that mm-hmm. matters. And he, yeah. he's good yeah. reason with his Which is a real reality. And he <laughs> can't. And so he just shoots him. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the idea yeah. was to zad him. And he goes, our, our reality is the only one of consequence. That's Which right. is, yeah. Okay. Happens a lot of, that's like big can of worms to open with his inner psyche. Like, <laughs> I, I yeah. almost feel like the whole, his, is he so loathsome against his former self serving Apophis that he wants to oh. kill himself? Like, mm. Yeah, I think I think Teal uh, needs to go to therapy. Yeah, this is paging Doctor Freud. Paging Doctor Freud. <laughs> I don't think he needs to now. Now that he's actually murdered his <laughs> his past self, he probably he's probably the most no. like mentally well adjusted person on the planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, now can we say though he looked pretty good with the long soul patch? Yeah, that was that was a good look. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see that in a year, right? We'll see yeah, that next season back. a little bit. But it was yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't stick a, around long. Apophis again, which is always kind of fun when he makes an appearance. Especially, especially even even more evil Apophis yeah. with the uh, goatee. Because you know, if, if Spock with the goatee is evil Spock, you know, then is a, 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 uh, was goatee Apophis less evil? <laughs> I mean, he was not any more competent than uh, Prime Apophis. So. There you go. That's true. <laughs> yeah. This goatee goes to 11. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That one took him It's in. one more I'm evil. Like looking at him and I'm like, what is all, what, what are you doing there? Yeah. What is that choice? <laughs> yeah, it does open up a lot of interesting uh, questions with the quantum mirror. It's, and just knowing that after flipping through all these different universes, like you're one of the few universes where Earth was not overtaken by the gold. Like mm-hmm. it's got to be a, a fairly depressing prospect to think about. Our yeah. ours is the only reality of consequence. That's right. Yeah. Which is if they actually believe that they would have just like fired up the mirror, shoved <laughs> Dr. Sam through it and shut it off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. New, new Stargate series. Yeah. yeah. Traveling through the quantum mirror to save since our, since our, Reality was beat the gold. Now they go through the quantum mirror and beat the gold in other universes because yeah. they can. Isn't that just sliders? Yeah, sliders. Yeah, and oh, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. That's awesome. But... Or <laughs> since it's since it's 2020s, they go through the quantum mirror, abduct people who can help them fight the gold in this reality, and pull them through the mirror, like Benjamin Franklin or Mozart and uh, Joan of Arc. They just go through the mirror and grab them and, and bring them into our reality and. And help them pass their history assignments. I'm still workshopping it. <laughs> I like this idea. Yeah. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that I totally missed the joke there. Yeah, Bill and Ted. <laughs> Bill and Ted. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I was just thinking of that terrible movie on Amazon. Uh speaking of Amazon. Uh, that has Chris Pratt in it where they it's like in like 50 years in the future and there's a war with aliens who have invaded. So they go, decide mm, to go back in time. The forever and, War? Or? Yeah, that one. And they get. Or the Tomorrow War or whatever. Tomorrow, it's, yeah. Yeah, forever War, Tomorrow War. And they get 
they bring back people from our past to fight the aliens, but it's just like Joe Schmo. I'm like, you have time travel and this is what you're going to do with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bring in Alexander the Great. Yeah. Bring in like, you know, Napoleon. Storm and Norman yeah. Schwarzkopf. I mean, yeah. come yeah. on. Hulk <laughs> Hogan. Yeah. There. They, they jumped through that quantum mirror awful fast to go. Like you said, all these other uh, alternate universes have failed, right? Like yeah. seriously failed. And mm-hmm. they're just going to be like, eh, let's just go. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. There's that, like, there's the initial scene where Daniel is learning how to use the device and he's flipping mm-hmm. through it. And I guess the conceit is that once it turns off, it doesn't save its previous settings, which I feel mm-hmm. like you can buy a $5 universal remote from Dollar General and you can program <laughs> your presets in there. I feel like this device that controls a quantum mirror should at least have that much functionality. It's it's analog. It's like tuning an analog radio. You're never going to get the yeah. station perfectly yeah. tuned in. It's not, yeah. it's not a binary thing. It's a, it's a, yeah. like a wave. And that... And that, that's what I was thinking over, you know, talking about, you know, tune in, you know, coarse tuning and fine tuning, you know, those old analog yeah. radios where you, you crank the big dial and it goes really fast. Then you crank the little dial just a little tiny bit each way, you know. <laughs> but if, we, if we had, that, had a preset, we never would have gotten yeah. to see Captain yeah. Carter. No, Major. But which one? Doctor. Oh, yeah. It was, no, it's, no, no, it just no. had uh, Captain. Yeah, Captain on it. Yeah. 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 yeah, there's, yeah. Daniel's all like. See you later. Sorry, yeah. wrong one. <laughs> yeah, I hope your Daniel makes it back from like other other reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They should have had some sort of like complex like QR code kind of like design <laughs> where it's like if these match up, then we know it's the exact right one. Right. Yeah. Something like a big <laughs> something in yeah. in that closet. I was gonna say just have made have Major Carter holding a sign. Yes, this is the right <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. And then there would be three of them and trying to figure out which was the right one. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is the right one. Yes. Yeah. This is the right one. Yeah. Get those. Little yes. Dash. Yeah. It's a, it's a grammar challenge. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a foreshadowing of something that's much more important when we start talking about Atlantis. And that is when they're in the alternate universe and they call the Asgard, they dial eight symbols. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They did that in uh, the brain sucking episode, too. Or, the you know, where Jack, yeah, the fifth race, they, they dialed eight symbols. Yeah, I did notice that. I, yeah. So that, that's, that's something that uh, they, they develop later that or they, they mention later that the eighth symbol is to another galaxy. That if you do eight symbols instead of seven, it goes to another galaxy. But, of course, it needs a lot more power. And that's how we end up with Atlantis eventually in mm-hmm. four seasons. <laughs> nice. It's after the seventh season, right? I think so. I do love uh, Jack's description of the Asgard when when Dr. Sam is like, you know, oh, after all this time, we're going to be saved by little green men. And he goes, uh, Gray, actually. (laughs) Roswell Gray. Yeah. (laughs) What about when uh, Dr. Carter says, for crying out loud. Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a a nice subtle thing that they put in there. Yeah. Lots of subtle things in this. Mm Mm-hmm. When uh, mm-hmm. when Jack first knocks on Dr. Carter's uh, door when she's sad and, and she goes, just just leave it on the, you know, leave it, leave it and just shut the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when um, when Jack's in there and, uh, you know, someone comes in, he says the exact same thing, which I thought was nice. Yep. We haven't talked about so uh, the- General Hammond being tortured. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We get to see that here. Um, and I like that. I like that he stands up to it and he holds out through it. And yeah. You know, he gets he gets double added, but then he gets brought back, which is which is nice to see. 
And it's not yeah. the first time yeah. we've seen that. Uh, torture stick? Torture stick, yeah. I think it might be the first time we've seen According it. According to the wiki, this is the first time we see the Rod of Anguish, is which is a good called? metal okay. band name. That's what it's yeah. called. <laughs> Especially if your name is Rod. <laughs> yeah. I like torture stick better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sesame stick, but <laughs> painful. That's, uh, they must have been watching Star Trek with the uh, pain stick. Oh, yeah. With, uh, yeah. That was ceremony. it. Ceremony. Yeah, it was nice to uh, see him get a little, get a little action there, and then and then be. Yeah, but he's not in this much. I mean, he, a little bit, but he's he's not in it very much at all. So either either version of Hammond. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets a line about how like yeah she has to go back because like having like someone from an alternate reality here is just not right. Right. He, he does get a yeah. Like, it's he not he right. Wasn't comfortable with it. Remember that he yeah was it wasn't right. And that they, they, uh, what was it? Jack was saying how having two Carters in one place and the IQ of the planet just went up mm. exponentially. It just doesn't sit right. Yeah. Some things just liked, weren't meant to be. Was, I liked that part <laughs> because it, Carter wasn't there, so he was not complimenting her to her face, but he was just showing how highly he thought of her. Mm-hmm. So I also do like the part where, uh, both the Sams are, t- uh, bringing in the, the like the generator device and explaining that it's working now and all that and he's just like stop does it work like just cut yeah. all the time about it. is there an alternate universe that i where i understand what you're saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh an action action star amanda tapping in this one like when she jumps through the gate at the end to go to the Asgard galaxy. Like yeah, I, I watched like that. that a few times just to make sure I was like, oh, is it like what, at what point do they cut to the stunt double? And they don't. It's just oh, it's her. her running yeah. across the gate room and diving through the gate. Yeah. <laughs> and we have another episode where Daniel Jackson doesn't get a whole heck of a lot to do. Yeah. He he gets to say that he's part of the team and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he gets to control the remote. Yeah. He gets to control the remote and like, seriously, what, what, what guy like, you know, wouldn't be happy yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> he gets to flip through channels. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He gets to watch some TV while, uh... <laughs> well, you just yeah. pick one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. It also makes me wonder, and I, I'm pretty sure that they don't really go into using the quantum mirror at all later on in the show or not very much because they talk about that early on where Kowalski asks, like, did you guys not mess around with it in your timeline? Like <laughs> you feel like that would be, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother show in of itself. Like you don't have a, a ring that jumps through time, but you have a mirror that jumps through realities. Like there's a lot. Sliders. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sliders. <laughs> They're like, we found so much cool stuff. We don't need to mess with that one. Yeah. And I think it's because in our, like in the prime reality, they lost the remote or something or didn't go through the gate with them or something. Yeah. 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 I I think, yeah, I think Daniel just left it in the mirror universe or. Mm -hmm. I think so too. And then Hammond says, I want it destroyed when you guys get back. So presumably it's been destroyed. Yeah. Or has it? Mm. Has it? I don't recall. I don't remember that we see it again. I could be wrong. No, I don't think so. According to the wiki, it does come up again later. But oh, okay. Well, we will get so. to that at some point. Oh, the entropic cascade failure effect. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Like considering the time yeah. and stuff, like having her head come out of her head and go like and ah, you know that was <laughs> that was pretty neat. 
<laughs> I got to say, it really took me out of the story because it was so, I just found it comedic. And so I feel like you got, you got all this emotional tension built up with the alternate Sam and everything she's going through. And then her face starts like shooting all over the place. Like it just, yeah, I don't know. It didn't do it for me. <laughs> it had, it had to be sciencey looking. They couldn't just have her like hold up a picture and she's like fading out on the picture or something. Or, or you know, like have a, a zap effect, like yeah. say Dr. Who. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's had to play Johnny be good. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Is this the last time we see Kowalski? I know we say that every I time. I think so. Let's see here. Hmm. I'm not sure. I think so. I don't recall him coming back after this. I'll have to check. Yeah. Yeah. Do the internet. Live, yeah. Yeah. Do it live. <laughs> <laughs> he is on General Hospital. No, he's on the Gamekeeper, the Enemy Within, and Mobius Part Two. So oh, he's so he's in which is yeah. Oh, that's, that's eight season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, end of season eight. Yeah. So we have five seasons yeah. before we get to see him again. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's alternate yep. reality, too. And that's a fun one. Well, yeah. no, it's not really alternate reality. It's messed up, messed up timeline. Yeah. yeah. He, he alternate timeline, not the alternate reality, people. <laughs> <laughs> I know they describe alternate realities as being every decision you make in a timeline fractures that timeline into a different reality. <laughs> but in reality, it's a different timeline. No, no, you did do it right. But actually, <laughs> well, actually, well, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, now that we've uh, offended everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're making fun of ourselves. It's okay. Yeah, we yeah. are. We 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 kid. We kid. We're we're, we're the well we're at, well actually geeks. So I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, did you notice that one of the Jaffa looks like Larry the Cable Guy? I did not. <laughs> yeah, go back and watch it. You, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Larry, <laughs> don't get zatted in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, so you know how Peter DeLuise does a uh, cameo in most of his episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was just looking because I didn't see him, and it, he was. He a, was here. He was a voice. Yeah. No, he was he was the interviewer. Yeah, interviewer. Yeah. But it says just voice. But do we see him? We don't see him at all, no. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I have to go back and watch cuz I I completely forgot to look for him. Yeah, on the video where they're showing uh Sam's initial interrogation when she's at uh, uh Area 51. Oh gosh, do you wish that every um time you had to watch a replay of a video of something like someone being interviewed, you could have like what General Hammond did. So so Dr. Carter's talking, 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 and he pauses it, right? Lights come on, he pauses it. And then they're talking and they're like, oh, but what about this? And he's like, oh, he just pushes play and she answers the question. Like they didn't have to listen. Yeah, to that was the, pretty cool. Yeah. You know, talkie talkie yeah. in the middle, like no fast forward. It's just queued it up. <laughs> he was yep. ready for that. I was like, man, that would be, can we do that in meetings? <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> oh, and I, I did like the scene too, and all the Jeff, uh, where all the Jaffa run away through the Stargate. But, but I think they could have like sped up the footage, and it would have been like a little funnier if they get that uh, yakety that. sax playing. Yakety sax, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then the episode just kind of ends. They they kiss, and he says, "Wow, you're you're a really lousy kisser compared to my Jack." 
And he's like, sorry, I get that a lot in this reality. I am a horrible kisser. I'm Jack O'Neill, the colonel of the Stargate. Oh, that's awesome. And then it just ends. Yes. Awkward. <laughs> uh-huh. What, I mean, what, what, what do you say after that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she says, I just wish. And I think it was going to be like, I wish you were just a better kisser. And then yeah, it just, the episode yeah. ends. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I wish you were MacGyver. Yeah. No, it is. It is an odd place to like end because they, they don't actually go back through the mirror. Jack doesn't talk to, you know, prime Sam or anything. And like you say, it doesn't come back up. Um. Like, are we going to talk about other Sam? No, we're not. I think that's just the. But they they did to make sure that mean, meaningful close up on her where she's kind of biting her lip, going, "This is awkward." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And and then and then Daniel and Teal like kind of move in front of the mirror and turn their backs, and I'm yeah. like, "Are they just like blocking it so Sam can't see Jack as other Sam?" Yeah. <laughs> but then but then they put their hands on the mirror and go through. But at first, the way it's staged, it's like, it's like. Oh, they're just blocking it so Sam can't uh, see. Yeah. They're, they're turning their back yeah. like an privacy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then next week. Other Sam's kind of like. An episode, it's doing? like a, what do you call it? Just like a Planet of the Week episode, isn't it? So we, we don't. Dead Man Switch. Yeah. Yeah. We don't come back and there's no discussion of this. It's. That's it. And I guess that's it's kind of a two, uh, double-edged sword there with the way TV was done in the in the late, early, late nineties, um, mm-hmm. where you get these kind of big character moments, but then you don't really revisit them, which I honestly, I, if given the choice between a season long arcs of people dealing with their emotional pain or <laughs> planet of the week, I would take planet of the week over that. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh when you said emotional pain. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, long drawn out. Yeah. With Stargate, we get like big technological moments, and it's the technology that comes back, not the character moments mm-hmm. that come back. So I'm good with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a daughter who ships Martuf and Sam. So, no. yeah, those were, those, those were big episodes <laughs> in our house. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Uh, did y'all have any other thoughts on this episode? So the in the alternate universe, they show the mothership landing, and it's the same footage yep. from the alternate universe, the first alternate <laughs> universe episode. Yeah. So they're reusing episode, reusing footage. Pretty, it's probably actually like the same literal footage, like is, yeah. literally the same screen, the yeah. same. You know, just take that out and put it back yeah. in. <laughs> At least they didn't dial Abydos in this episode. You know, we, <laughs> they did show the eighth symbol and stuff, and um. And I, I got a kick out of the uh, the guest quarters. I think I had very similar furniture to that when I was in the Air Force. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That looks the like same. a pretty stereotypical Air Force bed and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I was, Did you have I, the same throw pillows? Because those were nice throw pillows. That was no, stuff. I didn't quite have that nice. of. And the picture behind the bed. And yeah, my my uh, my girls are watching with me and they were like, what was wrong? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I the 90s are hip now, but not that betting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just not bring back those terrible acid wash jeans. Oh, those are. I think they are coming back, back aren't they? Unfortunately. And the whole pleated the- mom jean things. Oh, yeah. Completely. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> All right, we do have uh, some feedback uh, from our listeners. Yay. This is a 
This is uh, Dan on Facebook. Uh, he was writing, talking about our question to our audience about what would you like to see in a uh, new reboot of Stargate? And he agrees with you, Victor, that the idea of putting out a show like where you got kids jumping through the gate and kind of like a, it almost reminds me of kind of like Stranger Things or the new Star Trek Prodigy show. Like you get these people who are kind of fish yeah. out of water thrown into that technology I uh, brought in. Um, but he also, he also wonders, uh, what would you do, uh, in terms of like with the advancing technology in this universe, like how, so basically discard to Stargate, not turn just into Star Trek. And I think that would be something you mm. have to deal with, but I feel like there's different ways they could, uh, we could handle that. Yeah. A lot of really good, uh, really good, um, ideas in, in his feedback too, about having like, you know, the, the military being at first the enemy, but then actually looking out for these kids and stuff too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it's really, uh, thank you very much for the excellent yeah, feedback there. Yeah. And then there you could have like the sliders type idea where they're, they're bouncing from planet to planet. They're not coming back to, to earth every time. Any message you'd like to see a message sent by a McKay, who's out in space avoiding the Tari because of the issues with the infiltration. And that's not something that I personally understand yet. Cause I've not gotten to those <laughs> that not those there yet. yet, but I like, uh, I like shows that kind of bring in those, those old threads from previous shows, but also keep it mm-hmm. fresh. So yeah, it'll, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that, uh, that acquisition by MGM. There's a lot of hope out there yeah. online when that was announced. I yeah. saw a lot of it on Twitter. Yeah, People very yeah. excited about the possibility. Yes. Yeah, we appreciate uh, that feedback, Dan. And uh, if anyone else would like to reach out to us, uh, we did actually make sure that the the link there on Stargate uh, on uh, sqpn.com, the email stargate at sqpn.com works. So if y'all, if y'all have any thoughts on that, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. And we'd like to take a moment uh, to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate, including Teresa N., Samuel C., Ian S., Nick W., and Jude H. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Stargate and all the shows at StarQuest. And you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. And to find previous episodes of Secret to Stargate and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash Stargate. And you can email us at stargate at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquestmedia or on Twitter at sqpn. And we'll be back next time when we'll be discussing the next episode of SG-1, Dead Man Switch. Until then, Father Corey, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of Stargate. Thank you, Jack. And Lisa Jones, thank you as well. Thanks, Jack. And Victor Lambs, thank you too. Thanks, Jack. And all we needed was the decay rate of Naquita relative to the energy output. <laughs> and once again, I'm Jack Barazzini. Thank you for listening to the secrets of Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? <laughs>